Welcome back to the Couple Young Boys podcast. There may be the occasional bad word. I apologize. Enjoy the podcast, young boys and girls. Right, boys, let's go. Welcome back to season two, episode two of the Couple Young Boys podcast. A week later than promised because uh, I had a case of the man flu, not the COVID, but... I also had a case, right? And you don't know this, Adam Clapper. Okay. But I had a case of the heartbreak. Mate, we got some bad news. What? Riley Reed is engaged. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you took that to a whole different direction. <laughs> Mate, she's engaged. You know, I heard about that, actually. and Well, you didn't message me about it. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, but I saw... <laughs> I saw someone had commented on this picture of Riley and her fiance. Is it me? <laughs> no, not yet. And <laughs> it was a it was a video of one of her videos that she's famously featured in oh, yeah. with six other guys. I've never seen any of those. I don't know what that is. She's a sweetheart. I don't know what that means, mate. She's an absolute Lovely diamond. No, she is to be fair. But mate, I googled it as well, and it came up with some dodgy stuff. <laughs> I googled Riley Reed engage, yeah. Right. And I assumed it would come up with like a uh, like news stories, right? I don't know what you got over there, like USA Today, something like that. Yeah. But it wasn't in that. Right. There was no news articles, but the fourth link down, right, mm-hmm. was it just said Riley Reed, I'm engaged to my father. And then I saw it was an XXX website. I was like, that is definitely <laughs> not the one I want oh, to be clicking on. Oh, that like the right one. And I was not <laughs> clicking on in incognito either, mate. There was no private browsing. <laughs> so I was like, come off of that. But anyway, we're starting the pod with the bad news. Into the jingle. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> young boys, young boys. Boys, young boys, young boys. <laughs> Mate, you've been burping so much on this pod recently. What's fucking wrong with you? Straight out of England in the USA. Just chatting with Chris and Adam. There's so much to say. Four thousand miles apart, but together here today. It's a couple, a couple young boys. Right, lad. Do you know what? I'm going to flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like okay. the worst pickup line. I'm Save fl- it for the Tinder. Uh-huh. I'm going to flip up flip a, flip up a coin, right? Here we go. Let me just find one. Should have been prepared. I'm going to flip a coin, right? You're going to mm-hmm. call it heads or tails, right? Okay. If it lands on the one that you call, then you get to take over my phone and send a message to people. But if it lands on the other one, then I take over your phone and send a message to people. Now, not everyone. I reckon there's going to be like you can select maybe f- three people that it goes to. Okay. Because if we're doing it to everyone, then people are going to catch on to this game real quick. Mm-hmm. And we want to keep this going. This could be pretty good. So call it in the air, lad. Heads or tails? Tails. Fuck. Didn't catch that. It is heads, mate. And I'm not even bullshit. Yeah. Look. Right, heads. I can't see. Yes, There's you a, can. Okay, first off, what is that coin? That's a twenty. It's a twenty p, mate. Okay, <laughs> they look pretty dodgy. I don't know how they're still going. Right. So they now that like means you understand. Me. Now that means I get control of your phone. Should we call this game like fifty fifty sexting? Mm, 
not necessarily sexing, <laughs> but I like the 50-50, though. <laughs> Maybe we just call it 50-50. Yeah? Okay. Okay. 50-50. 50-50. Pretty good. Anyway, unfortunately <laughs> for you, 50-50, you're going to be the first participant of this game. So, do you text or do you WhatsApp? Do you still text? I text, yeah. Actually. Oh, yeah. I only WhatsApp with you. Oh, yeah. Americans don't love the WhatsApp, do they? Let's debate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, get up your phone, right? All right? I won't do anything that's like, oh, shagging mums or whatever. Nothing that, you know, inappropriate, right? I'll take off my virtual background. You take take off that virtual background so I can see. <laughs> you just take it off. You got Riley Reed in the background. I'm like, mate, <laughs> I knew what? it was you. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, you got your phone, yeah? Nice. Okay, get your messages up. New message. Got it. I want to see it, mate. Blank canvas. Okay. Let's go. Repeat after me. Repeat. <laughs> this is going to be such a good game. <laughs> just woke okay. up from a power just, nap. Uh from a power nap and had the weirdest dream and had weirdest <laughs> dream okay. I was lying on a beach beach okay in between Donald Trump mm. and Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> oh hang on hang on na 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 Bruce Jenner okay being served cocktails by Brian Griffin. Brian Griffin. And you were there. Okay. <laughs> if you want, you can make you capitals. And you were there. Okay. Massaging. You say sunscreen, right? Yeah. Okay, we say sun cream. Yeah. Massaging sunscreen into my thighs. <laughs> and calling me, and then put quotations in this, okay. Big Cluppy. <laughs> Fucking hell. What do you think it means? Question mark. And then sign off a text however you would normally would you put your name? I guess not. Or a kiss. No, it's not an no that's an English thing. <laughs> okay. So read it back to me. And this okay. is what five people are gonna receive. Just woke up from a power nap and had the weirdest dream. I was lying on a beach in between Donald Trump and Bruce Jenner. Being served cocktails by Brian Griffin. And you were there massaging sunscreen into my thighs and calling me Big Cluppy. What do you think it means? <laughs> Imagine getting that text. Okay. I'm gonna, now, I'm gonna, can I add something to it? Oh, mate, absolutely. I'm going to do dot, 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 dot. What do you think it yeah, means? Yeah, nice. Okay. The dot, dot, dot's made it, mate. <laughs> and now it's a text <laughs> message. So five people, tell me who you're sending it to. I'm going to send it to my friend Alex first. I'm going to send it to Carter. That's your roommate, for people that don't know. Yeah. Maybe like someone that we both know from camp. Maybe like Freddy, who obviously people know because he's been on the pod. I like that. Maybe do maybe do Craven separately as well, because people know him. We, uh, I've got a friend, Sam, that is very interested in coming on at some point. I could send it to oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it to him. And then like I need one Chica as well. It's got to go to a Chica. Do I send it to an ex? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Fucking send it to your ex. Okay. All yeah. right, I'll send it. Yes, yes, yes. Mate, okay. nothing to lose, mate. Got it. Okay, phone over. I don't want done. you sneaking any previews. It's done. Mate, how do you feel about that game? That's good, right? Yeah, I'm fucking nervous. I feel like Carter's <laughs> going to rush through the store and be like, dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you person, you're just holding the sunscreen. He's got sunscreen. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> Big clubbing. Oh, man, this is going to be great. <laughs> that is so good. 
Right, lad. That's good. That's good. So we reveal the end of the, uh, the responses at the end of the pod. It's a couple, a couple young boys. Oi, so last week we stumbled across a little history lesson, didn't we? Yeah. A cheeky bit of history. By mistake, cheeky. I think. It wasn't planned. Just a cheeky bit of history, which was, you remember, you want to remind the people about the cheers in. It was about the cheers and why people did it. What did you learn, mate? What did you learn? So basically, people cheersed, right? They clinked their glasses together. And the main goal of that was to make sure that they got part of their drink in the other person's drink. That way... They knew they didn't get poisoned. Yeah, fucking love that, mate. A-star, mate. I've got a drone test on Monday, and I don't know anything about that, but I know goddamn well why people cheers. And that's all that matters, baby. Bring on the drone. Well, I've got a bit more history for you, mate. Do you know, and if you do, it kind of ruins it, but do you know why people shake hands? Oh. No, I don't. But do you know? I mean, I know that's a formal Have way a guess. of greeting. Have a guess. Um, I, so, I. Is that, oh, is that car? It's happening. Is that car? Oh, yeah. They're colliding. The world. <laughs> Bruce Jenner. I had the same dream. <laughs> Can you use that? Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. We said he was going to burst in. I had the same dream. I didn't. I don't know. He had the same dream. Fluffy's roommate just burst in saying he had the same dream, mate. We love that. You said, did you just send that now? (laughs) That's so, that's fucking good. Right. I was really hoping he'd come in with the sunscreen. Sorry. Okay. The handshake. Handshaking, mate. What do people handshake? Where does it come from? So. What's the origin? I don't know. I really don't know. No? I mean, other than just like. Just a formal greeting, really. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. And here we go. Pass me my history bag right now. (laughs) I'm dipping in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) You passed me the wrong bag, man. Right. History bag, reaching in, picking out a little story. We got, oh, don't bring up Riley Reed. I was in such a positive mood. The history of the handshake dates back to the 5th century BC. I don't even know what that means, right? <laughs> Do you know what that means? Fifth century BC? I know before Christ or before Yeah, Christ. that's the only part but I know. What's the fifth century bit mean? Who knows? Oh, we're in the 20th century now. Yeah, so maybe that was your centuries five. ago. Pretty good. <laughs> it was a symbol, right, of peace, showing that neither person was carrying a weapon. Some experts believe the shaking gesture... <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of guns just fall out. You <laughs> <laughs> shook like it right a, out. It's of like me. a magician's sleeve. <laughs> Some experts believe the shaking gesture of the handshake started in medieval Europe. Knights <laughs> would shake the hand of other knights in an attempt to shake loose any hidden weapons. There you go, mate. Sorry there, I just didn't realise you'd see my musket. <laughs> Imagine just the vigorous shake. And then you've got something up there, you yeah. fucking dickhead. I hear, I hear it jiggling. I hear it jiggling. It's like in cartoons when like, they shake hands with like Tom from Tom and Jerry and it's just going up and down his old body. There's a couple, a couple young boys. we got a guest on. 
Yeah, we do. Ooh. Mate, well, this is famous. a big guess. This is a big, a big guest get Just, for us. Mind blown, baby. Also, shout out to you for being able to hook this one up. Seriously. Yeah, mate. Yep, shout out to me. Yeah. If only Riley Reed thought so highly of me. Hey. Oh, fuck's sake. There's still a chance. She can handle multiple guys, from what I heard. (laughs) Don't you dare speak about her like that. But anyway, our guest today has an incredibly impressive CV. He's been on TV shows like The Office, the UK version, not that American shit, Little Britain, Casualty, Miranda, Life's Too Short, EastEnders, Drunk History, and he's also appeared in the movie Shed of the Dead, My Horrible Love, The Lobster, and many, many more. Please welcome you and Macintosh. Before we go, I'm going to use the bathroom. Oh, bit unprofessional, but... Hey, in sorry. Professional. Sorry. Hey. I'm going to use the bathroom and we'll get right to it. Sorry about him, Ewan. He's just American. Welcome to the Couple Young Boys podcast, mate. How you doing? Hello. That was that intro all right for you? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Me up, I tell you, you know, <laughs> I tell you what I watched the other night. I, t- I actually rented it for forty-eight hours. Shed of the Dead cost Ooh, me ninety-nine p. <laughs> <laughs> cost me ninety-nine p. Because I watched the trailer and I thought, oh, it actually looks alright. I did watch it all, but I wanted more of you in it. I was like, oh, you weren't in it for like maybe the first ten minutes. I thought you were actually so good in it, like really good. I enjoyed your character. You were the best part about that film, honestly. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it was great fun doing it, and because uh, yeah. I'm a sort of a horror fan, so getting to meet people like Bill Mosley and Michael Berryman, who are sort of big horror stars, yeah. you know, from the yeah. from the seventies and eighties, was uh, really fun. Um, and Michael Berryman's so iconic because of his face on the front of Hills Have Eyes, yeah, yeah, sort of a world-known icon, sort of iconic photo. So yeah, it was good fun. It was good fun doing it. Really good. Did they get any, like, backlash or anything from, like, obviously Shaun of the Dead? Like, how do they sort of get away from it, like, from that point of view? Well, because all because there's so many zombie films called Of the Dead. There's Day of the Dead, Dawn of the right. Dead, Land of yeah, the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even Shaun of the Dead mixed theirs from, like, Dawn of the Dead. So, oh, really? It was Dawn first? Co- oh, of course. Dawn of the Dead was, like, in the, in the, you know, the 60s, 70s. With yeah, George A. Romero. So... You, you know, no no one's going to have a go at you for calling like, a zombie film of the dead because there's about <laughs> yeah, 10 or 12 of them already. Shed of so. the dead as well. Yeah. No, honestly, I thought it was so good. Yeah. I thought it was, was it fun making that movie? Was that a good one to make? Yeah, it was really good fun, actually. It was, uh, we yeah, it wasn't too hooked or too rushed. We had, we had like a good time doing it. So, yeah, it was nice. Nice. Got on well. The cast all got on well, which is always good. Yeah, I bet. Did you take any props or anything from it? Like that helmet? No, because... They, that all belonged to the director. Oh. A lot of the stuff in it was the director's own stuff that he brought in. Okay. So, yeah, there was no chance <laughs> I was getting that helmet. You couldn't be stealing that. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. That's fair enough. All right, so we have this one question that we always ask our guests. Um, I used to ask it on, like, first dates when I'd be going out with a girl, just like... You know when you're on a date and like, it's not going that well and you can throw a question. Obviously, I'm not comparing this to a bad date. This this would be a good date if this was a date. <laughs> but the question I normally used to throw at my dates, because it is quite interesting at the same time, was the classic dinner party question. So, so if you could hmm. have a dinner party with any like celebrities or well-known figures, dead or alive, obviously if they're coming back from the dead, they'd be in their prime. But if you could have five guests, who would they be and why? Um... 
I definitely have Gary Shandling. Nice. Very funny man. Very funny. Nice. Man. Good one. Um, I definitely have uh, Lou Reed. Just because oh, he was a kind of a real hero of mine, sort of as a teenager and growing up, and all yeah. the other underground stuff, and uh, that mad scene in New York with the factory and Andy Warhol, and kind of everyone congregating there. I think he left some amazing stories if he came back from the dead. <laughs> uh, three more, three more. Oh, wow. I know, sorry, wow, it's a wow, lot. Wow. I, I should have told you to prep for uh, this. We can come back to it if you want. Okay, let's come back to it. I'll give it all right, let's before. come back to it. So, the first question I have. Obviously. Should I just throw them in as I think of them? Oh yeah, whenever you want, chuck them in. Yeah, just say that. Just say a name randomly. <laughs> I'll put in number three. I'll put in uh, David Lynch. Oh just nice. He's a mad genius. Nice. And, uh, massive, yeah, good again, massive Twin Peaks fan, and uh, would love to pick his brains. What did you think about Twin Peaks when it came back? I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was exactly. It was. It was. It was exactly what I thought he'd do. Mm. I thought he'd do something that uh, didn't make sense to sort of the normal viewers who aren't used to the way he works. Yeah, uh, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was going to give any straight answers. And I think it yeah. was, um, yeah, it was great. And watch, re-watching it is even better, I think, when you watch it second time. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah, you kind of see, start to see things, unpick things that you've you missed, which was great. Yeah, I did see some okay, reviews so three, people three were down, saying that. Three guests down. Yeah, three three down, two to go, and also just to be really difficult, you can pick a chef and some entertainment as well, so a band or a singer. Okay. So as a lot of people listening to this will already know, but you famously played Keith in the UK office, which was a massive, massive hit. I think it won four BAFTA awards, two Golden Globes. But what I found really interesting was that when you originally auditioned, it wasn't for the role of Keith, was it? Yeah, it was just, uh, it wasn't an audition. They just wanted some people in who yeah. had a bit of improv skill and hadn't been on TV uh, much before. So it was yeah. just being one of those guys, yeah. Obviously, it was meant to look real like a documentary. So then you guys were meant to look like you worked in an office and you were kind of meant to look like extras, if you will, but then really you were all actors. Was that kind of the idea? Yeah, the idea was that... <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to remember the pre-sort of much internet or YouTube or anything. Yeah. But the idea was that if somebody was like flicking through the channels and came mm. and and sort of, oh, what's this? The idea was that they might think it was a real documentary. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. did. Yeah. You know, the first yeah. time. You know, you couldn't, back in those days, you couldn't go, go and sort of on the internet and search it because that just wasn't happening. Mm. So you just had to watch it and... Uh, and make make what you would of it. And the the idea was they wanted people to kind of think, oh, it's a real documentary, and then sort of double take and then sort of almost come slowly into it and start realizing, oh, hang on, yeah, this is uh, this is sort of a mock a mock doc. When did you sort of realize? Can you remember at what point you were like, oh, wow, this is a hit now, like this is something big? I think it was after series two. It started mm. to get a lot of attention after series two came out a lot of people had told their friends about it. And so it was much, much bigger when Series yeah. 2 came out. And I think the um, the DVD of the first series had, had like broken records. You oh, know, really? The number of DVDs wow. it sold, yeah. Uh, so it was kind of... We realised then it had done really well. Did you ever check out the US version? No, I didn't check it out. I didn't... Uh, when, I, when I came out, we'd just finished doing our Christmas specials, I think. And 
was, I think I started to watch the first episode, but their set was mm. exactly the same as our set, but flip mirror image, so flip around. Oh, so okay. I just spent I just spent like four weeks on this set, you know, yeah. all day every day, and yeah. then to come out of it, I suddenly have to start watching the same set I've just been on, <laughs> but the other way around, which is too much of sort of a mind melt, mind mess. So yeah, I bet. I, uh, I sort of I, I sort of gave up then. I thought I might yeah. come back to it. And then by the time yeah. I thought I might come back to it, well, there's like 187 million episodes. Oh, I know, so right? Like just too much, too daunting to start, you know. Yeah, so. that's what I thought. I, I mean, I watched the first episode, but it's literally word for word the first. Yeah, episode that was the other UK thing. One. Yeah, that was the other thing. And it I was, was like, too weird on. watching it. Yeah, is it like that the whole way through? And then it kind of changes. But I've only watched the first two seasons. But personally, like for me, nothing beats the UK one. I have heard if you stick with the US one, it gets better. But I don't know. I feel like the original is the best. It's a different style of humour, I think. It's uh, it's slightly less dour and downbeat because I don't think you could put that sort of... You couldn't put that style of a comedy on American mainstream. Yeah. You could probably put it on HBO or something like that. But as a big sort of NBC, shiny kind of, uh, you know, peak time viewing, you just mm. couldn't get... You couldn't do that. You have to, you have, to have something bright and shiny. Well, you can even tell from from the get go because the theme song is so happy on their version; <laughs> it's so upbeat. But then the UK one is yeah, is exactly. the opposite of that. Yeah. What was it like on the on the set of the UK one? Was there was it quite chill? Was it quite a laugh with like Ricky and Stephen and the rest of the crew? Big time! It was a real laugh doing it. I mean, there were moments where it drags out because that's what TV is. It's a lot of sitting around, mm. kind of twiddling your thumbs. Mm. But when we were sort of when we actually got into it and started making stuff and filming stuff, it was uh, it was good fun. Do you think it would have been as successful had you gone on and done like a third series, a fourth, fifth? Because you could have easily done that. But then I do think you think like Forty Towers and other shows like that when they stop, when people still want more, it almost you hide them, at, you like hold them in a higher regard almost. I mean, I, I think it would have depended. It's impossible to say because it would have depended if they mm-hmm. managed to keep the quality up. I think yeah. if they kept the quality up. Uh, then it could have gone on for another series or two, but that wasn't what they wanted to do. Mm. So they have their story arc that they wanted to do, and that was that was all they wanted to do with it, really. So that's how it came to just be two. Yeah. Were you quite happy with Keith, your character's story arc? Would you have liked a cheeky spin-off or a bit more character development, or like a, a happy ending or something for your character? It's nice that Keith is a bit of a mysterious character, and you don't know much about him. Yeah, I kind yeah, of yeah. think it works better that way. Yeah, I think too much Keith would just be too much to take, and it would end up just getting just too depressing. <laughs> I think the, thing, the way Keith behaves is funny in small doses. Right. Yeah. I don't think you'd. I think it would ruin it if it was if you were with him for like ten minutes. Yeah. You go, oh god. <laughs> I was watching. I actually rewatched it recently, but I was watching some clips um, of you and some outtakes as well. And like, which had more outtakes? Was it the Scotch egg or was it like the eczema line under weaknesses on that? Because those scenes are just brilliant. They're just so good. I just can't imagine not laughing while filming them. Yeah, the appraisal took longer. Yeah. The appraisal took longer um, mm. because there was so much sort of other bits and pieces going on and Ricky yeah. was messing around so much and making drawings and <laughs> and because we had to film it, the, the uh, Scotch egg was just one shot yeah once kind of locked off camera but because of the appraisals lots of different shots like over my shoulder over ricky's shoulder so there's a lot of toing and throwing which kind of just 
up to the craziness, really. So, yeah, the appraisal took, took a long time. Did you manage to take anything as a little bit of memorabilia from the set? Anything like that? I took some stuff. It's all been given away now, you know, signed and given away. I took a few, quite a few of the business cards and yeah. some of the paper and a couple of, like, original scripts. But a That's lot of good. it's just gone into charity auctions. So oh, really? over the years, well, I think it's the best thing to do, really. I'm not really, I'm not really a hoarder. And you were hosting some office-style quizzes during lockdown. How did they go? Well, I mean, I mainly hosted them before lockdown. I mainly hosted them around the country, around different pubs and oh, clubs. Oh, yeah, you were doing great. it, weren't you, before? Uh, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. All over the place, all over the place. And I did yeah. try a couple in lockdown, but I just, um, I I'll be honest, couldn't be bothered, really. It was yeah. too much hassle and... Um, it was at the beginning of lockdown, so that it would have been, it'd probably be a lot easier to do it now because everyone knows a lot more about hosting online quizzes. Yeah. Whereas then everyone was kind of still finding their way a bit. And I didn't, have, I didn't have a good enough kind of system to use. You know, I didn't have the software that would make it easy, and so it was all a bit mm. cumbersome. And plus, uh, the old uh, Cameo and Memo stuff really started to kick in. Yes. So tell me about that. How did that come about? It actually started quite a few years ago. So I joined up to a couple of them, and again at the beginning there were there was you know you would do it maybe a couple kind of a little bit for charity, and yeah. then somehow when lockdown started it just went poof it just mm. absolutely took off, and um, a lot of celebs who were really sneery about it and kind of looking down their noses at it all uh. of a sudden when their income dried up because they couldn't go out and perform a lot of mm. you know there's some big big names doing it now oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. in America and here. And it just suddenly became a massive, massive thing. And, uh, yeah, so it's now I do loads of them. I've got, you know, about 10 waiting to do. From You know, I did a couple yesterday, and it's just they keep coming in. Have you ever had any uh, weird requests on there that you're like, nah, I can't do that? No, I'm quite lucky because pretty much literally all of mine are just doing key stuff. So really? it's... Um, it's not even sort of me doing it. I don't feel like it's kind of me, it's Keith. And he can get yeah, away yeah. with a lot more than I can. <laughs> so, uh, also, it doesn't mean I don't have to make much of an effort, which is great. Because <laughs> the less of an effort I make, the better they're received, you know. So all yeah, the celebs so do true. the whole, hi, happy birthday. And oh, I yeah. really think you're a great person. You know, I'd find that exhausting. Whereas yeah. I can just go, I can just sort of go, yeah. It's your birthday and spirits are in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and people love, you know, people like it and it's no effort on my part. Oh, it's so just, I'm really it's, lucky with that. It's so good. That side smirk and the nod of the head gets me every time. So simple, but it's so effective. I could almost do it on autopilot now. The message, <laughs> that's what everyone wants. Everyone wants, because I've got an example video up there. People see mm. the example video and they go, yeah, I want, I want that as well. Nice. Because nice. it's the best way of distilling Keith is using the lines. Yeah, doing the old boring, isn't it? Having a birthday yeah. during the lockdown, so staying in, watching Pete Brantis repeats with life. Not for me, I like it. So, yeah, that's the stuff people want to have. So, nice. It's great that's for me so, doing it. It's that, fun, fun. That's so good. Have you ever um, used the the Keith character or any of your other characters to impress, you know, the women of the world? Not intentionally. Okay. <laughs> you know. You do get requests going, uh, oh, you know, someone's, you know, you're her favourite and everything, and mm. do the old, you know, men get turned on 
by what they see and women get to know what they hear and do that do that all that routine yeah that's so good my co-host adam who as we have pointed out is completely unprofessional isn't here he i control his tinder so he's oh, obviously american i control his tinder yeah. over here and obviously i control his matches and what i say to these women but what would be your like go-to chat up line have you got anything that you are you on the dating apps have you been on them at all I was on them uh, about, ooh, I, I think I stopped going on them about five years ago, mm. uh, just because I was sort of uh, a bit bored of it, really, and yeah. uh, I just moved as well, and I was kind of in a place a bit further out of town, and it was just sort of, it was more hassle getting in to go on dates and stuff, and I just thought, oh, I can't be asked. Yeah, fair enough. I'll be asked. So, uh, but I did have a few, you know, I did go on a few Tinder dates over the years. It's just quite samey, isn't it? Like, it's the same chat. It's the same thing. It is. And it's um, occasionally, like, people would would kind of just go on the date because they recognised me. And it was right. more of a, they weren't interested, they just wanted to meet a sort of a, you know, somebody being on telly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And that's yeah. just like a waste, of, that's just a waste of an evening for me. Yeah, of course. You know, with someone, yeah. when you just you know you want to go on a date and like chat about various stuff. You don't want to have someone going, "Oh, uh, what's Ricky Gervais like? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's it like being in the when a slough? You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, for God's sake, you know, it's not really what you want, is it? On the first yeah, of date. course. So I would, nothing would happen on a date like that because that, I mean, as soon as I start doing that, that put, mm. I'm off. You know, I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Of you know, you know, yeah, can't that's be, fair can't yeah, you want someone who, you know, they see past this famous character that you play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't think, you know, dating apps are the right place to find that person. So I sort mm. of knocked it on the head. Yeah, that's fair enough. I don't blame you at all. It's just so samey, isn't it? It's just once you've spoken to one person on there, it's kind of like you've done it all. Um, how, was your, how was your stint on EastEnders? Because that got a lot of attention. I was only there for about three hours. Really? So... Yeah, I was just literally playing a character who's delivering a bench yeah. to Albert Square and then has a run-in with Ian Beale and a bit yeah, of a, yeah. an argument with Ian Beale about because I delivered it too early. Mm. Uh, so it was me <laughs> and uh, Ian Beale and Kathy just uh, just stood around in a park uh, arguing about a bench. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, it was it was it was, a, it was fun to do because I I mean I don't watch EastEnders now, but I grew up when it, when it started. Mm. I was an avid fan for the first few years it was on. Yeah. So it was good fun meeting like Ian and Kathy, you know, original cast. Yeah, OGs. Yeah, yeah. So that was really good. Right, Ewan, we've had loads of questions sent in by our listeners, so I've picked a few out for you, if that's okay. Uh, the first one I've got here is, what projects do you have lined up? So I actually had a little stalk of your IMDB, and I saw you've got seven projects in pre-production. Is that right? Mostly the IMDB is bollocks, I'd say. Oh, really? I'd say about two of those are going to happen. Okay. Uh, one of them is just a real guy, this, this Indian guy who came over and had a meeting with me about 10 years ago mm. and uh, got me to sign a letter of saying I would agree to be in this film on principle, which is what people do. Oh. <clears throat> and he got a load of people to do it. And he's, uh, I think he's still dining off the cast he got together in India. Really? And he's probably trying to raise money on the slide. And it's been yeah. literally listed on IMDb as in pre-production for 10 years. 
No way. I have no idea why it's still there, but that's the really? sort of thing that happens, yeah. But I'm doing, I'm exec producing a short film, which we're going to hope to do as soon as we can get out and about again. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Can you tell us anything about that, or is that all hush hush at the moment? It's a very funny, sort of bizarre, surrealist comedy film, all set in a charity shop. Uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be good fun. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to doing that. That's cool. That sounds good. Is that, would that be one of your first producing roles or have you done that sort of thing before? It'll be my first one. So that's good for us. Fun as well. So nice. That's cool. Well, good luck with that. That's cool. Definitely keep us posted. What about the most important question? Who's your, who's your last guest at your dinner party? I've got two more, haven't I? I think. Oh, you have. You've got two spaces left. Sorry, my mistake. You've got two. One will be, I think, uh, Stephen King. Oh, wow. Again, because because nice. I grew up reading his stuff. I've read pretty mm. much all his books, and I just think he's really? the absolute don. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the just incredible mind. So I just love to chat to him and about his. He's had an incredible life as well. Where yeah. he got knocked over by a truck and almost killed. Oh, really? uh, so I definitely, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too long ago, actually, and he wrote a book about that, which was interesting. Wow. Uh, and then I'm probably going to have to. I'm, I am aware that all my guests are white men, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. But this is sort of the way I grew up. You know, this is my background. So for me, the people I grew up with, all my sort of role models back then, were that's how it was. Yeah. So I'd have to go for my last guest, I'd have to go for another king, King Kenny Dalglish. Oh, really? Big Liverpool yeah. fan then, are you? Big Liverpool fan, yeah. I have What's met Kenny Dalglish this a couple of times. Well, the season's gone badly, I think mainly mainly because of lack of fans. Mm. And also quite a few injuries and having to play people in the wrong positions. Yeah, uh, looked looked a bit better yesterday. I think uh, things are starting to look a bit better with players coming back. Uh, but yeah, for me, I'm lucky to have met him a couple of times actually, Kenny. A couple oh, of nice, events. nice. Yeah. What's he like? And he's a lovely man. A lovely man. He's got that twinkle in his eye. Yeah, and he's uh, and he was my absolute hero as a kid. So really, I'd have Kenny would be my last guest. Yeah, King Kenny, that's a good one. They always say don't meet your heroes, but you can say the opposite, can you? Yeah, with Kenny, mm. he's a legend as well. You know, he held the whole city on his shoulders yeah. for about ten years. Mm. So he's, uh, yeah, an absolute hero. Nice. That's a that's a solid dinner party list. That is most sophisticated answers we've had so far that's for sure oh good good to know <laughs> what about your fictional one any thoughts on that at all you can lower it to three if you want you haven't got to hit five well I mean god let me think <laughs> I would have George from Seinfeld yes that would be very yes. very funny very yes. very funny uh, I'd have the original Wonder Woman from the 80s oh who was that Linda Carter. Let me just have a quick look. Linda Carter. Oh yeah. 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 Get her there. She was you really know, good. She had a real, I had a right crush on her as a kid. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I've got one now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just be obvious and just have James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Oh, but which one? That's the question. Roger Moore. Oh, so good. So good. He left some great anecdotes. Oh, definitely. The Roger Moore era, James Bond. Wow, he does oh. some tales to tell. 
he was such a nice man, wasn't he? he? Just seemed like such a gentleman. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You're a big Bond fan, then? I mean, as, as a kid, I was. As a kid, I loved them. You know, we used yeah. to watch a Bond film almost every weekend. Yeah. Uh, when I was at boarding school, and so it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a big thing. I probably went off a bit in the sort of um, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan yeah. years. I probably mm. fell a bit out of love with it. But I think Daniel Craig's been brilliant. Oh, 100%. Daniel Craig's been fantastic. He's definitely one of my favourites. But anyway, Ewan, I won't keep you any longer. I've really taken up too much of your time. But honestly, thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much, mate. No worries. Excellent. Have a good day. All right, that was Ewan McIntosh, everyone. All right, I'm back. Great guest. Great guy. Mate, where the fuck? Was that a number two or what? Where Where is he? I thought... Mate, it's done. What? I've literally done the interview. Oh, my God. You sound like Riley Reid. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I just missed it. I assumed, like, you just went to the gym. <laughs> it's a couple, a couple young boys. So, something that it's been, it's been on my mind for a couple of years now. A couple of years. So, for people in the States, one giant thing. And I don't know if it's something that happens over there. I'm assuming it does, but probably not to the extent that happens over here. But it's uh, gender reveals, man. Mm. Gender reveals. They're big, mate. Big. Are, are they? My mate did one. Okay. My mate did one um, before you start slagging them off. Literally, like maybe a month ago, he um, he got it in. He got the gender color powder put in a soccer ball. So when he kicked it, it exploded. See, and that's and that's like perfect oh that gets your approval yeah yeah i've seen i mean because it's like obviously like you want to you know you have people over but some people right some people fail miserably so i don't know if you know this but last i think it was last year two years ago there was a lot of like fires going on in the california area yeah 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 so one of those fires started because of a failed gender reveal fuck off yeah so obviously in california or just like in general, when it gets mm. hot in the, during the summer, like, you know, the grass gets dry and everything. So obviously there's like fire hazards, like do not start fires because obviously one gust of wind, it's going to blow amber and it's going to yeah. spark a whole different thing. So basically what had happened was this couple had a gender reveal that would like that involved basically like an explosion or just like, like a, like a pop. Right. And yeah. from that, one of the ambers went and blew into a dry grass field mm-hmm. and started this huge fire that just kind of ripped through oh, like Northern shit. California. Did they get and, like um, held accountable for that? Yeah. Oh yeah. They had to oh, pay yeah. like hundreds and th- hundreds of thousands of dollars to like kind of pay off for that. Yeah. But it's also like, and my biggest thing is just like, I get you want it to be like a huge surprise and all of that. But like, how, how your friend did it the soccer ball perfect you know incorporate mm. something that you enjoy but it's like it's just be smart be smart man yeah. i don't like it it also like for some reason it started happening probably like four or five years ago with gender reveals of like like big gender reveals but now it's like to the point where it's like bro people are like getting hurt because of it yeah. like shit is happening and now i i don't know i personally believe that should just be done Gender reveals, man. You want to cancel gender reveals. I feel like 
cancel culture needs to hit gender reveals, man. Oh, oh, oh. I know. I know that oh, might be controversial. Shit. And I'm here for that. As in, you want to cancel even my mate kicking a soccer ball? Yeah. Fuck your mate. Wow. <laughs> Wow. No, I'm just kidding. There's two there's two reasons I think why it's gone so massive. Mm-hmm. One is money. Yep. You clearly got too much money to fucking throw around and two <laughs> is social media. There's no way that you're not doing a gender reveal and not putting on Instagram. Right. Right? Oh yeah. Get rid of social media. No one's doing gender reveals. <laughs> it's cuz no one right? cares anymore. Get rid of social media. No one's having kids basically. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I have a question. So, oh. would you or did you have a gender reveal? Did I have a gender reveal? And if not, would you go back and maybe do a smaller one? I don't think I had one. I definitely don't think I had one. But I just sort of told people, like, when we found out, I think I probably just <laughs> shot a WhatsApp round. Bear in mind, this was um, 20, 2016. 2016. So... It wasn't really a thing, was it then? I don't think so. Maybe not. That's a good and point. And also, though. like, if I'd done one, it'd been highly embarrassing because it also would have been the wrong gender. Because um, <laughs> obviously, you know, told we were having a boy, came out a girl. So, yeah, I would have been had to do another one after she was born. <laughs> I remember when I texted all my mates here yeah, after she'd been born, and then I was like, "Oh, by the way, it's actually a girl." They were like, "Yeah, good joke." I was like, "No, no, 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 it, no, it is." They're like, yeah, whatever. I was like, look, I'm not going to send you a fucking picture, right? But I promise you, it's a girl. (laughs) I've got something here that is very, very interesting. Oh, God. I'm going to pop on over to inquiries at Couple Young Boys. Okay. Is it podcasts? I don't know. Anyway, head over to coupleyoungboyspodcast.com and send us a confession or question anonymously if you wish. We don't know who it comes from unless you put your name. Now, Adam, this one came through yesterday at 9.31 my time. You can do the math, whatever that is your time. Do you know what this is before I start? Oh, shit. Okay. Because you're the one that's in charge of all that. No, I know, but I didn't know if... When I read it, I was like, maybe he's done this. Okay. But one that's come through that has stood out for me. The name says sweater weather for you. Does that mean anything to you? No. Interesting. Okay. Okay. The message says, okay, babe, I have a confession. Oh, God. I always thought you were cute. I mean, okay, you're hot. Like eight days a week kind of hot. You could say we were friends but now I can't help but think it could be more. The sex dreams are becoming a forefront in my mind. Totally good behaviour. Do I tell you, question mark? Now, I promise I have nothing to do with that, nor know nothing about it. And I swear to you on everything. Why you lie? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, mate. So, wait... How do we know that's directed at me, though? I'll tell you how we know that's not from me, because I was fucking asleep at 9.31 last night, and you know it was. So, that's true. Also, that's definitely because we don't say sweater over here. Debate. Debate time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's what this podcast has come down to. Mate, no. does that not mean anything to you? I assume the sweater weather was like an inside joke between you and a female. <laughs> Might be male. No. Really? Fuck. I know that's a song, though. I know that's a song. Sweater weather. Oh, sweater, it's a song. Sweater weather. Basically, yeah. it's for you, isn't it? Let's be real. Do they tell you? Shit. 
I don't know. See, that's that's like that's such a hard thing because I'm always I try to at least be like a very like upfront and direct person. What and what's like, the what's the cons of you saying yes and this person reaching out being like, by the way, we're friends, but wouldn't mind having a quick, you know, go on the club it go round. That's a good question. I know what this is. You're worried that you don't feel the same way. And then if they slide in your DMs and go, oh, by the way, I really want to suck you, Illy. And you're like, oh, I don't want to suck yours. Like, <laughs> and then it's just awkward and they're probably like, leave us a bad review on Apple Podcasts. So I do understand where you're coming Which, from. Yeah. But at the same know. time, we all want to know. <laughs> so yeah, stop I being know. selfish. <laughs> I want to know. Okay. Then yeah. sweater weather for you, whoever this person is. We both want to know. DM the clupper, tell him about this good behavior Does, that you have. Do we DM or do we just have it as like a confession? This is going to be a, unless it's, I don't this could be someone from work. Is it anyone from work? Nah. Nah? Hmm? Hmm? I don't know. Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Couple young Oi, you know what time it is, Cluffett. Yeah. Turn that phone over and let's see them replies, man. I mean, we already know what Carter said, bro. We already know what Carter said. <laughs> That's so good. So let's remind people, let's remind people of what you sent out. Read it out again. Read it out again. Read it out again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just woke up from a power nap and had the weirdest dream. I was lying on a beach in between Donald Trump and Bruce Jenner being served cocktails by Brian Griffin, and you were there, massaging sunscreen into my thighs and calling me Big Cluppy. What do you think it means? <laughs> big. It's the big that gets me every time. Right, okay. so you send that to six people. Let's go down the... How many replies you got? I've only got three so far. Okay, that's fine. Let's hit the replies. Okay, so we got Mike Freedy. What do you say? You're in love with either Bruce or Donald, clearly. Is that what he said? That's all he said. Come on, man. Sam. Sam goes, that's the fucking wildest dream I've ever heard, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think it means you want to fuck me. (laughs) Imagine just getting that text, having no context to it. You didn't even say hi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then this is what Sam. This is what Carter said. Hold on. Don't come wiki wiki. Can you get some towels for me, please? I'm really losing a lot of blood. You sound like you're a brother man. Fuck's sake, man. That kid. <laughs> That's all he said was that YouTube. Oh clip. fuck, we love that. But we already know. We already know what he said. He came Mate, in. Hey, that's good behaviour. Or oh, you gotta um Keep us posted if you get any more replies, mate. Send them over. I'll put them on the gram. Of course. Right, does that finish us up, young boys? Um, I believe so. Yeah. Pretty good, mate. So next week, we've got another guest on. Wait. Wait. Oh, you got a reply? We've got another reply. Oh, let's do okay. it. Okay. So this is from Alex. Alex goes, oh my God, dude. Laughing emoji. Must be some foreshadowing to this weekend. Ha ha ha. So he, I've got some friends coming over this weekend. He's like, I'm legit crying. Ha, ha, ha. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't reply until you see him this weekend and then just open the door holding the sunscreen. <laughs> 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 just 
Just rip your thighs out. <laughs> <laughs> like short shorts. Like, get out. a t-shirt printed off. It just says big clappy on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Donald and Bruce laying down in the back. Mate, fucking so good. Oh, young boys All and right. girls, we will be back next Sunday with a guest as well. Yep. We're going to post on the Instagram in advance. So if you have any questions for this guest, yep. head on over to Instagram today because that's when yep. we're going to be posting this couple young boys on instagram get your questions in for our next guest and we will see you next sunday next sunday let's go young boys young boys young boys young boys young boys straight out of england in the usa just chatting with chris and adam there's so much to say thousand miles apart but together here today it's a couple couple young boys thank you for listening to the couple young boys podcast don't forget to follow my son adam and the british one on instagram and twitter submit your confessions and questions at coupleyoungboyspodcast.com see you next week